You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to Lowbrow. It is one story, two generations, and so much what the f***. She just said it. I just said it. Just Don't believe this one. My name's Holly Wainwright. I am 50 years old. I'm not going to choke on that. I am proud, 50 and proud. I have got a lot of years under my belt of working in the celebrity entertainment media. How many years? Oh, God. Half of those 50, probably wow. a lot of years in different ways, right? Mm-hmm. But I love celebrity gossip and stories and not only because they're always juicy but because I reckon they tell you a lot about the time that they're in but often when I say to you hey Em do you remember that time you're like nah I was like did it happen before 2012 (laughs) otherwise obviously not so we invented this show (laughs) Who are you? I'm Emily Vernon. I work here at Mamma Mia as a social media producer. I'm also obsessed with pop culture and celebrities and big events. Like I said, if it's happened after 2012, I enjoy listening and learning because some of the stories you bring home are bizarre. But (laughs) this week, it's my turn. It is. We're building bridges here, people. We're helping you relate to that old person or young person in your life. So we usually start off our episodes with a year because we always like hook it off a big event that's happened. But I'm going to start it with a game. Oh, you like games, right? Yeah, I love okay. games. Uh-oh. Oh, so, I'm going to be any good at it. No, you, I think you will be really good at this one. So I'm going to play three songs. Oh. And you have to tell me what all three have in common. You deserve a crown, bitch. Right on the ass, 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 just a little Just bit. a little bit. A little bit. I don't know. What else do they have in common? They all include twerking. Oh. In their music videos. Do. So it wasn't until the world watched the last song, We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. Yeah. At the MTV Music Awards in 2013. 2013. Did we realise the cultural impact working head on our entire planet so for people who were innocent innocence wrong word ignorant probably like me mm-hmm. when i saw miley yeah, cyrus doing that your head. i was like what is she doing mm-hmm. then i learned it was called twerking and that it was a dance move and that it was a dance move that african-american dancers generally did yes And the world lost their minds, but then suddenly, like, all kinds of inappropriate people were doing it, like politicians on talk shows, Mm. like, everybody. And you couldn't move for a twerk. No, people were like, I did not ask for this, but yet it is happening. So I did some research. Okay. Twerking, I looked this up, actually started in the 1800s. Oh, my goodness. Where were you in 1820? (laughs) 
kidding. I'm kidding. I had to. I had to. Too good. So in the 1820 in Oxford Dictionary, it refers to hip movements in a form of dance. Mm-hmm. This isn't a visual medium. We might have to put some twerking examples. Yeah, maybe on, we can demonstrate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, please, God, no. <laughs> so, but we didn't actually hear about twerking until Miley Cyrus made it popular. Where did Miley Cyrus learn about twerking? I think she kind of... hanging out with she, some cool people. She started shaking her butt and she was like, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this. It does feel good. And see what happens. To shake your butt. So... 2013, I'm going to show you two photos. This is Miley Cyrus, 2010. So Miley Cyrus, 2010, I am looking at, gosh, she looks like a character in that show I used to love about the country music star. What's that show called? Hannah Montana. Nashville. (laughs) Hannah Montana, Nashville. She's got like long hair with all those yeah. mermaid curls. She's got like very peachy, glowy makeup and she is notably wearing many clothes. Yeah. Like her arms are covered, her breasts are covered, all of her is covered. Miley looks very... Very like good girl, Christian country. Christian country yeah. girl. And this is Miley now, 2022. Yeah, gorgeous. I've been through a journey with her. She looks cool. Yeah. She's got a cool girl, slightly dolly-ish shag, and she's looking much cooler. Yeah, well, I, think, I believe Dolly her Parton, jacket is uh, Balenciaga, Ooh. just in case you were worried if she didn't have any. Whoa, is this What Are You Wearing <laughs> podcast? <laughs> so the Miley Cyrus we're going to talk about is 2013 Miley Cyrus. So she's between those two Between Miley's. these two. It's a very specific type of Miley Cyrus. I think you know what I'm referring to. This is a time where she had gotten together and broken up with her then boyfriend, Liam Hemsworth, about three or four times. But That's a love story for the ages. It is. But the 2013 breakup was probably their messiest because they were engaged. There were rumors going around that she cheated on him with Ed Westwick. If you're a Gossip Girl fan, you would know who that is. Mm-hmm. I'm... Chuck Bass. She would have been young, right? How old was Miley when this was going on, roughly? Because she's still quite young. So she was a star when she was a kid. Yes. So she would have been like early 20s, right? Actually, she would be exactly either 19 or 20. Wow. Because I was 16 at the time. And she's a few years older than me. Yeah, she's like four years older. Was 16-year-old Em obsessed with Miley? Oh, so obsessed. Like Hannah Montana. I remember the movie tickets for the Hannah Montana movie were so expensive where she also had the Jonas Brothers on. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, just, we all treated it like a concert. We were in like a Hoyt cinema screaming at this film every time someone showed up on camera. It was like a concert. It was wild. So you loved her. I loved her. And then she changed. But I think when I turned 16, 17, that's when I started to get over the Hannah Montana phase. But the episodes were still playing. I just had like grown out of that phase like she did. Yes. (laughs) So 2013, Miley Cyrus, a lot of stuff was happening in her life. Even her father, who you might know, Achy Billy Ray. Achy breaky heart. Billy Don't Ray Cyrus. break my heart. My achy breaky heart. Mullet. Mullet. Mm-hmm. Back in right now. Like country music royalty, I believe. 
Yeah, I mean, he had that one song. <laughs> I know, but probably country people would know more. Yeah, he would know. Yeah. But yeah, even he went on the record saying that he wasn't too sure where that marriage was going to go at the time. So all this stuff was happening, and during this, Miley was set to perform at the MTV Music Awards with Robin Thicke and 2 Chains. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know who was in charge of this pairing. I know. It was unclear what happened. So you remember watching this I remember this where I was Where were this. you? I was at work because I'm old. Oh. And I was at work at the magazine I worked for then, which was OK Magazine. And Miley was becoming quite risque. Mm -hmm. But when she came out and did what she did on that stage, our jaws were on the table. People lost their shit. Yeah. They were like, is she OK? Terrible Miley. Anyway, you tell me. So I watched it the first time I was in my economics class. I did economics. That was a little flex for me. You're such a nerd. <laughs> I, I was a real big nerd that just failed. <laughs> I was in my economics class pretending to write my economics essay. So what we would do is we'd had our Word doc and then on the MacBook you'd swipe and then it would go to whatever you were watching. This is exactly what my daughter's doing in yeah. class right now and it gives me And it's like either like Gossip Girl or something, Pretty Little Liars. So you're sitting in class watching TV. So <laughs> I had one screen writing my essay and then a side screen watching the performance so I didn't really take it in I was like okay everyone's watching this I'll watch it didn't think much of it but then a few days later I was traveling back home on train with my mum because she works in the city I don't know if this is a mum thing but whenever she watches any long form videos she has to do the like turn her phone horizontally so do I <laughs> every time <laughs> every time cinematic I experience want, I, need to get, I can't look at it at that little tiny I gotta turn it around every time <laughs> and then Another mum thing, I can't work out how to get it back <laughs> or close the app. I have to do it for her and every exactly. time. Exactly. And then I'm handing it to my nine-year-old son, Billy, and like, I can't what? get out of it. And okay. he's like, oh, my God. We'll sort that out okay. after the recording. <laughs> right, thanks. So I knew she was watching something like that she was really captivated by because she only does that she when she's like, phone it's, around. it's important when it goes horizontal. I love that. So she's on a train watching that. Then she finishes a video and then she's back vertical. She did by herself, surprisingly. And she's like reading some articles. And then she just turns to me and she goes, so Miley Cyrus invented twerking. And I was like, firstly, there are so many words in that sentence that I did not think <laughs> I would hear from my mother. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, that performance she did, she invented twerking. And I read all these articles about her twerking. And I was like, okay, I need to rewatch this whole performance again. So this is what went down. This is what I remember going through my head when I watched this as a 16-year-old child. I did the whole horizontal phone, my iPhone 4, <laughs> watching on my little screen. The performance starts with a deep chant of the words twerk. Then Miley suddenly, it's very sudden. And I seem to remember she was wearing like some kind of bikini situation. Yeah, Am I right? it was like a skin tone yeah. bikini. She was really, latex. really into sticking her tongue out in those days. Yeah, and she has a really long tongue. And very. I think we all saw Miley's tongue for the first time, yeah. that performance. So she emerges out of this massive teddy bear, like its stomach just collapses. <laughs> And she's out with her tongue out, hands in the air, Nightmares. having the best time of her life. It's actually my favorite version of Miley Cyrus, but pure chaos. 
there are also other dancing teddy bears looking high. I, I remember that. I don't know how you can make a dancing teddy bear look high, but yep, they did very well. Dancing teddy bears twerking. She, she also had twerking backup dancers who had life-size teddy bears on their backs. That's right. So they could dance at any angle. Like if they were facing the back, teddy bears dancing. Facing the front, <laughs> they're dancing. So much was going on. So she sings the full song of We Can't Stop. And she is an amazing singer. And it is a good song. It is a good song. It was hyped. Everyone's having fun. And then it was a bit weird. She was twerking a lot, slapping some asses. This was the first time where we really saw Miley Cyrus look a bit salacious, whereas like we'd only seen photos of her appearing to be before that and in music videos. So the song ends and we're like, great, amazing. But it had only just begun. Mm-hmm. Because out of nowhere, Robin Thicke appears. <laughs> no one asked him to. He just came. He just you came know out. You want it. That's Robin Thicke, isn't it? You know you want it. Yeah. Everyone in the crowd terrified. <laughs> what's, what is going to happen? What's going to happen next? He starts singing Blurred Lines. Everyone's like, okay, Blurred Lines, I know this, safe, safe. And it was before we all held hands and agreed that that song was very problematic. Yes. At the time, everyone was just like, this is, this a, is a jam. This is a jam. <laughs> like, it's such a problematic song, but you play it. It used to be, because the age I am, it mm. was in my spin class. You'll at least do like a foot tap, you know, <laughs> yeah, when you I hear it. The spin class we like, could make a whole episode on Robin Thicke as well. It's true. So Robin Thicke comes out and you're like, okay, Robin Thicke, Blurred Lines, oh it's, it's his song. It's his time to sing his song. And he's like a grown-up man who probably in this stage is like at least mid-30s. Yeah, old. So you're like, okay, cool. Now it's Robin Thicke's turn. But no, Miley Cyrus doesn't get off stage. She sings the song with him. Robin, Bobby, yes, I am. I don't know if Robin Thicke planned this. She it looked loves, like he didn't. A, she loves a duet. She loves a duet. Not sure Robin Thicke does. He didn't get much out of that song at all. <laughs> it was Miley's song. And then this happened. This is what I remember. Mm-hmm. So the picture I'm looking at now, dear listeners, is Miley. She's wearing her bikini, as previously discussed, and for reasons unknown, a giant inflatable finger mm-hmm. like you'd get at a football game. She is twerking it seems yep. in front of Robin Thicke's groin area mm-hmm. and he's a middle-aged man in a stripy suit looking like he's doing something inappropriate to Miley from behind except they're wearing clothes and Miley has her tongue out as previously discussed yes and this is not an image that Disney were ever hoping to oh, see oh no 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 <laughs> so yep so she's got the foam finger no one knows where it came from it was suddenly there no one knows what happened to it after it a little bit like a giant yeah, which I think she only realised when she got it. She was like, I know what to do with this. Yes. I'll hold it like it is a penis. And that's what she did for the rest of the performance. Oh, my God. So <laughs> People lost their minds because this was the first time we'd seen the full evidence of I'm not a little Disney princess anymore. Yeah. And I think this was also a time because Hannah Montana was still airing that a lot of parents were like, 
Is she that girl who my kids are watching? Cue angry emails and statuses angry emails. So that was probably the peak of the performance. After that, Robin Thicke and 2 Chainz sang a song. No one cares. No. No one remembers. Still talking about Miley. Miley was still on stage dancing. (laughs) Miley did not leave stage at any point. But the performance kind of resulted in a frenzy of responses and it kind of brought up what I like to call two waves, two tidal waves Mm -hmm. happened. So after the performance, Twitter went wild. Miley took to Twitter and said, Smilers, my VMA performance had 300,000 tweets per minute. That's more than the blackout or the Super Bowl. So this is how we judge the success of an award show performance Mm -hmm. these days is how many tweets per minute. And Miley nailed it. She nailed it. Smilers, is that what she calls her people? Um, I think that's what she calls herself. Oh. Actually, maybe her pe- maybe you're right. Okay. I thought she was just announcing herself. You know, Smilers! Like, and it's like the king will be like, Lord Farquaad, and then says something. <laughs> I thought that was it. No, I think Smilers is like, hey, cats and kittens. No, yeah, Smilers, like that. that would be the name of a, a fan base, right? Like yeah. the Swifties. Yeah. Smilers. Smiley, Miley. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. The tweets were disgusting like it was a huge backlash a lot of people thought what she did was wrong but twitter as we know take it to the extreme so people were calling her a stripper as if it's a derogatory term Mm -hmm. people were body shaming her Mm -hmm. they were saying it's the wildest thing i've ever seen both normal people plus celebrities Mm -hmm. they were all like this is not what we came here for yeah we thought that taylor swift was going to play a nice song on her guitar no poor taylor swift was laughing with selena gomez at miley cyrus Mm -hmm. like they were watching a high school talent show And Miley was all of us at the talent show and the mean girls were laughing at us. Except I'm not generally in a bikini at the talent show, but I'm not Miley. So, you know. No, no, no. But, I mean, I've seen Out Loud Live. (laughs) You've been dancing uncomfortably on a stage. You should see me dancing uncomfortably on a stage. It's great. Highly recommend. We'll get the video out. Absolutely (laughs) appalling. We'll get the video out. So that was the first wave, the complete backlash. But then the second wave was the wave of twerking because she made twerking a trend. And till this day, people are still twerking. Are they really? Yeah, doing their backs in, twerking because there's twerking classes. It's not easy. No. By the way, you have to, I hear, like something in the footwork. You've tried it. (laughs) Do not lie. (laughs) There's something in the footwork. You've got to stick the butt out and then run up and down on your toes. You have to have really strong thighs to take all your weight Mm -hmm. because I've tried this. I've looked up a (laughs) two-hour tutorial. Hurt my back. Two-hour tutorial. It's a huge process. You have to do, like, warm-ups. Do you think Miley, like, just discovered one day that she could do it? Yeah, it's a special talent. So props to her. It's like being able to roll your tongue, which I think she can do that too. Yeah, long tongue, right? So it's like we have twerking professionals, twerking classes, twerking tutorials. It's never going to end. And it's one of the things that she started just from getting this frenzy or backlash over it. So, yes, the performance was highly controversial, but as I said before, she was also going through a very emotional state in her life. A few months later, we all found out that she and Liam confirmed their split, and then she started singing songs like Wrecking Ball. I came in like a wrecking ball. Big hit. Got all the feelings out. And now, well, she got back together with Liam again, got they, married. They got married. And then they got split. And then they did. Yeah. <laughs> But now she's living her best life. History's just repeating and repeating. Now she's like this smiley, the one that we love. So my question to you, do you think that in hindsight from 2022 lens Mm -hmm. that this was the moment Miley changed her career from I'm a kid star who's got a limited shelf life to like I am going to be Madonna? 
Yeah. Well, I think it first happened before the 2013 when she was still Hannah Montana. Do you remember she did that nude photo shoot with Vanity Fair when she was around 15 years old? And that went viral because people were like, how dare she? It was just like her back or something like that. And I think since then she tried to escape that Disney kind of tag. Yeah. But she just went extreme. And I think for Disney stars, I feel like they have to go extreme to fully escape it. It's true. And it's like, there's one way for me to show you that I'm grown up now. And that is, please let me take off all my clothes and swing around on a wrecking ball. Yes. While smoking a giant doobie. <laughs> yes. Do any old people say doobie? No, I don't say doobie, <laughs> but I knew what you meant. Miley would say it. What did we learn? So what did we learn, Hall? Well, Miley, queen of reinvention, mm -hmm. did not invent twerking mm -hmm. because you told me it's been around since my school days of 1820. Yeah, she just rebranded it. <laughs> she rebranded it. <laughs> We've learned because Robin Thicke also got quite a lot of shit for this and probably rightly so. People mm -hmm. were like, you look like a dirty old man. And he was like, she's just twerking in front of me. I'm like, mm, mm. maybe don't have dirty old man and young suddenly sexually expressive Disney star on the same yeah. award stage. Maybe not have Robin Thicke at all. That, very good point. <laughs> Maybe just don't have Robin Thicke. And that 300,000 tweets a minute will really smash that Disney good girl image into teeny tiny smithereens that you can then snort if you want. Yes. Uh, would you jump on the twerking trend? <laughs> no. No? Okay, if I'm you... I'm the widest... I can't, like it's, there's some kind of cultural appropriation issue here, right? Yeah, surely yeah, there is. And I think Miley got a bit of shit for that, for sure. But I could not. I could not. Okay, I have three trends. You have to keep one, get rid of one, okay. take part in one. Oh, no. Twerking. Yeah. The Harlem Shake. Do you remember that? What was that? Where it's like everyone's just like doing their own thing. Like you film a big room of people and it's like do the Harlem Shake and then everyone's like Shaking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I have done that. <laughs> we need to dig that video up. We need to dig that video up right now. And planking. Planking is a very stupid and dangerous trend. Basically, you lie like a plank in weird places. That's it. Do you remember planking? I have to keep one. Keep one, get rid of one, and you have to take part in one. Well, I'm not very good at planking. My core strength is out the window. No, it's not like that kind of planking. It's just like on your stomach. <laughs> you're just like lying down. Oh, where you're your pretending to be still. Yeah. That one, I'm really good at that. So I, I, I could do, be good at that. I could as well. do that one. And I think we should keep twerking. Yeah. But I'm not taking part in it. We'll get rid of the Harlem nice. shake because that's silly. Yeah. And I will participate in planking if all I have to do is lie down. Sweet. You will see us planking. <laughs> Mamamia.com.au. <laughs> but not Harlem shaking. Not Harlem shaking. <laughs> So thank you for listening to this very special episode of Lowbrow. Next week, it is Holly's turn to tell me something. Here's my little clue. It's a little bit of history repeating. That's my clue. Okay. That was very cryptic. It involves two famous people. And I'm not giving you any more clues. That's it. Mm, I'm bad at history. <laughs> if you have a topic you want us to cover on Lowbrow, we love that. You told us you wanted us to do Fergie's toe sucking. We did it. Yes. If you have a particular moment in pop culture history that you think we need to discuss, please tell us. You can tell us that at podcast at mommamia.com.au or you can DM us in our Instagram places. We don't yes. mind that. You're welcome. At Emily Vernon or at Wainwright Holly. At Wainwright Holly. Or you can call the pod phone on 028999386. And if you like this show, rate it, review it, tell your friends, tell everybody. Turn your phone horizontal, rate it again. Yes. 
If you love the show, the best thing you can do is become a Mamma Mia subscriber. Mamma Mia subscribers get access to every podcast, exclusive videos, and all the great articles on Mamma Mia. It only costs $5.75 a month, which is less than a large coffee or a small coffee if you get oat milk. If you believe in women's media, if you believe in a purpose-driven media company like Mamma Mia, whose core purpose is to make the world a better place for women and girls, please see the link in our show notes. The executive producer of Lowbrow is Tia Usage, and this episode is produced by Emmeline Peterson and Madeline Joanno. Bye! Bye.